What's up everybody? Good morning. Welcome to our Sunday morning Water's Edge online worship experience. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you don't know, we are back open for live in-person services every Sunday at the Water's Edge Auditorium, 9.30 and 11.15 a.m. We also have the kids section open back up again, nursery and all that kind of good stuff. So if you would like to get out and join us live and in person for worship, we meet every Sunday, 9.30 and 11.15. But if you continue to like to stay online, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you so much for sharing these links with your friends. We hope that it helps them out. Over the past few weeks, we were in a series about having dignity and pride in our city and in our local community. And we talked about that, how our local community has been through so very much and all the people in our community have been through so very much. We've been through circumstances that we cannot control and on top of pandemics, sicknesses, hurricanes, storms, freezes, floods, all that kind of good stuff. We're also going through deep, deep personal problems. And so people are going through a lot. We've seen difficult things. We've been through difficult things. We've come back and we're still trying to come back from difficult times. But we firmly believe that God has placed us here for a reason. You know, some things in life probably aren't that big of a deal, like what you're going to have for lunch tomorrow or if you're going to buy that extra bag of or box of Pop-Tarts or the playlist to listen to on your next road trip, or maybe to some people, it would seem that maybe giving a few dollars or donating some food to a charity or a church food pantry may not be that big of a deal, or maybe even donating to a homeless ministry. Maybe if you just have a little, maybe it's not that big of a deal. But if your participation, even though it may seem like it's not that big of a deal to you, if it helps someone get their insulin and get their heart medication or get their other medications and get food to eat, then it was a big deal to them because before that pantry, they couldn't afford to do both. They could only afford to do one. If it helps someone who has a single mother with three kids, if it helps them get food and diapers because they could only afford one, then it's a big deal to them. Or if it eases someone's stress who just got laid off from work for a couple of weeks and the bills are stacking up, it's a big deal to them. Or if it just helps a widow see and understand that God loves that person so very much, it's a big deal to them. It's all a big deal. It's a big deal to us, it's a big deal to them, and it's a big deal to God. A few years ago, I was up here on Food Pantry Day, and I was helping the team uh, bag groceries and set them aside and sort them. Several people were here already, like 400 people were already here. And some people were already sitting down in the auditorium. And there was, young, there was a man who was sitting, an older man who was sitting on the front row that I noticed was teary-eyed. And so me and a couple of volunteers went and sat down next to him, and we started talking to him. And this was the story that he told us. This was why he was at the food pantry. He said that when he was younger, he got a really, really good job. And he was always driven in life to be successful, to work hard, to be wealthy. In his mid-40s, he had the opportunity to start his very own business with a business partner, so that's what they did. The business took off. It was doing great. He was working really hard at it, but his business partner made some really bad decisions, some really bad choices, ripped this guy off, and they lost everything. So here was a man whose goal was to be successful. Here was a man whose goal was to work hard, to be wealthy, to be determined in life, but he ended up losing everything, and it was beyond his control, and he lost everything in life. And he said that coming to the food pantry was one of the only ways that he was able to eat and stay alive. And he sat on the front row in our auditorium and he just kept crying saying, God bless y'all for doing this. God bless y'all for doing this. So to him, your participation, even though it may seem small to you, and our love together and small donations was a big deal to him. And it was a big deal to God. There's this old gospel song that I used to hear all the time when I was growing up in church. And the chorus would say this, and remember this today, if you're still with me, Sam's still with you. It would say, little is much when God is in it. 
And I've seen that to be true in my life over and over again. I've seen God take everyday people. I've seen God take everyday random acts of kindness and love. I've seen God take everyday encouragement and deeply impact someone else's life to the fact where it changes their life in a major way. And even in the scriptures, we can see that little can be much when God is in it. God used a stuttering orphan named Moses who couldn't even speak well to stand before Pharaoh and lead an entire nation out of Egyptian slavery. God used a lying prostitute named Rahab to protect his very own people. And God used a bundle of teenagers who had to fish with their dads just to make ends meet to turn the whole world upside down. And even when people are hungry, notice how God would take something small and do something amazing with it. We pick up today in John chapter 6 verses 1 through 13. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Notice this story. After this, Jesus crossed over to the far side of the Sea of Galilee, also known as the Sea of Tiberias. A huge crowd kept following him wherever he went because they saw his miraculous signs and as he healed the sick. Then Jesus climbed up on a hill and sat down with his disciples around him. It was nearly time for the Jewish Passover celebration. Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, where can I buy bread to feed all of these people? He was testing Philip for he already knew what he was going to do. Philip replied, Lord, even if we work for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish. But what good is that to this huge crowd? Jesus said, tell everyone to sit down. So they all sat down on the grassy slopes. The men alone that day numbered about 5,000. So if you add their wives and their families, there's about 15,000 people here that day sitting on a hillside with Jesus. 15,000 hungry people. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed them to the people. Afterward, he did the same with the fish, and they all ate as much as they wanted. After everyone was full, Jesus told his disciples, now gather up the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. So they picked up the pieces and filled 12 baskets of scraps left by the people who had eaten from the five barley loaves and the two fish. So notice the breakdown. Large crowds were following Jesus because he was just a magnetic force to them. And they thought, man, this guy is awesome. All these miraculous signs, all these miracles, his love, his teachings, he's helping people. So 15,000 people were surrounding Jesus on this day. And Jesus, notice this, wasn't just concerned with their spiritual needs, but he was also concerned with their personal and physical needs. They were hungry. There was a young boy there who had a lunch with him that day, and his lunch was five loaves of bread and two fish. Jesus took that food, five loaves of bread, two fish. He blessed it it multiplied and Jesus fed 15,000 people with a little boy's lunch. But imagine the scene. I'm sure this little boy thought to himself after Jesus and his disciples asked if they could use his lunch, his little lunch, to feed 15,000 people. I'm sure he thought this and notice this today. What I have to offer is not significant enough to make a difference. What I have to offer is not big enough, important enough, or significant enough to make a difference. It's too little of an offering. It's not enough to meet the need, but as we see, little is much when God is in it. So Jesus took this little boy's lunch and God did a miracle with this small offering that this little boy had to offer. Whenever you give $5 or $50 to an offering, just something small. Whenever you give just a canned good to the offering or, or clothes or if you donate a tent or, or diapers or anything like that, or even if you volunteer at the food pantry or in our shelters or even on Sunday morning, it may not seem like much to drop a couple of dollars in the basket. 
It may not seem like much to bring a few canned goods to church for the food pantry. It may not seem like much to show up twice a month to volunteer at the food pantry or with the homeless ministry or on Sunday mornings as people are walking in hurting, looking for God. It may not seem like much, but little is much when God is in it. But here's our issue most of the time, and remember this today. When we feel too insignificant for God to use, then we usually talk ourselves out of participating. What do I have to offer? It's not much, it will not, and it cannot make a difference. But when we do that, we miss out on God using us to touch someone else's life who has a deep need and they're hurting. For instance, a few years ago, this lady named Miss Rose came to our food pantry. She was 87 years old. Her husband had passed away when she was 82 years old. Her daughter was in a very, very abusive marriage. She had three kids. She finally left that abusive man, and her and her three children moved in with Miss Rose into her old two-bedroom house. For six months, they came to the food pantry every time it was opened. Finally, that young lady, her daughter who moved in with three kids, was able to get a job get on her feet, and they all got back to normal. But guess what Miss Rose does today every single month? She sends a $150 check to the church just because it changed her life, and she knows it can help someone else too. Little is much when God is in it. So remember just two things today. The first one is this. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Number one, God is not impressed with your ability. He's concerned with your availability. It's God who does to work. It's God who does the work in us. It's not us who has to prove that we're a big shot. It's just our participation. But the outcome and the results always belong to God. Little is much when God is in it. That little boy did not and he could not produce barrels and barrels and barrels and barrels of food to feed 15,000 people. That's what Jesus did with what the little boy gave. Let me say that again. That little boy with five loaves of bread and two fish on his own could not produce barrels and barrels of food to feed 15,000 people and still have 12 barrels left over. That's what Jesus did with just a little bit that that little boy gave. And that was just five loaves of bread and two fish. All God is asking for is our participation and he'll take care of the results. God's not looking for popular big shots to change the world. He's looking for humble participators who are just willing to give what they can. Let me say that again. God's not looking for popular big shots to change the world. He's looking for humble participators who just do the little that they can because little can certainly be much. When God is in it. The second thing is this, and remember this today. Give yourself some grace because there's nothing insignificant about someone that Jesus Christ died for. Give yourself some grace. You may feel like you're nothing. You may feel like you don't have much to offer, but you're significant just for the fact that Jesus Christ died for you. And if you were the only person alive, he would have still died for you. That's how important and valuable and precious you are to Jesus Christ. Our past and our mistakes will tempt us to feel like we don't matter. Our scars and our regrets and our shame will tempt us to feel like we don't matter. Our tendency to compare ourselves to other people and our insecurities about what we feel like we don't have to offer will tempt us to make us feel like we don't matter and we don't have much to offer God. But when everyday people can come together and you give God what you got and I give God what I got and then she joins in and they join in and he joins in and that family joins in and that couple joins in. And when we all participate together as a gathering, then God takes our efforts and our small gifts and God takes over. 
When we all participate together, then God takes over. And remember that today. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Notice this. When we give effort, God takes over. And that's not just only true when we give to serve hurting people. It's also true in your everyday life. You can beat that dangerous addiction if you put forth effort. Watch God take over. He died for you. You can overcome that habitual toxic pattern in your life. Put forth some effort. Watch God take over. He died for you. You can try to heal that marriage. You can mend that relationship. You can kill that temptation in your life. Put forth some effort. Watch God take over. He died for you. You can learn how to cope with that heartache. You're not so weak where you can't recover from that betrayal. Put forth some effort. Watch God take over. He died for you because little can be so very much when God is in it. So let's come together with just what we have. And if we do, we'll have so many more stories to tell about what God has done among us and in our gathering. Stories like this, just a couple more. There was a man who comes to our food pantry named Mr. Hannon, a veteran, 93 years old, a vet, fought for our country. He cares for his wife and sometimes he has a care for his grandchildren. He came to our food pantry nine years ago and all of his income was going to their medical bills. They had no uh, money for anything else, really no way to get food. When he started to come here, That obviously helped them stay alive to get food and the rest of their money would go to their medicine and their medical bills. He's never missed a food pantry, not once in nine years. We also make sure that he's provided with holiday meals. And Mr. Hannon shows up two hours early to every single food pantry so he can make sure that he gets something to help him and his family out. We love him so very much, but he would be in a bind If it wasn't for you and I, take the small participation that we have together and we watch God do big things. Another man named Mr. Shelton, he was in his 80s when he came to us nine years ago and he was taking cancer treatments and all of his income was going towards his cancer treatment. He had no more money for food until he found our food pantry and then that allowed him to get nourishment. In fact, Miss Kelly and them always make extra boxes for him to make sure that his health is okay, like insured drinks and high protein snacks. He has not missed a food pantry either in nine years. And so sometimes we can sit back and we can think, man, what does my effort matter? What does my work matter? What does my life matter? What does this small gift that this is all I have, what does it matter? This small effort, I'm not talented. I don't have ability. I'm not wealthy. What does it matter? I'm sure that little boy that day on that hillside thought the same thing. What does five loaves of bread and two fish matter to 15,000 people? And to be honest, it didn't matter. What Jesus did with that small gift was what mattered. Little as much when God is in it. We're not a wealthy church. We're not a big shot church. We're a church that serves people that have needs so we can show them the love of God because that's what tears down walls and that's what heals the view that people have of Jesus Christ. And so when we all come together and give the small gifts that we have, little as much when God takes it. Because when God takes it, God takes over. And God gives us many, many beautiful stories to share and to just hold into our hearts about the great things that God has done with what we've given him. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We absolutely love you. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. We hope to see you back next week. Thank you so much for tuning in.